It's playoff time, baby. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers in, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Grassi, and today we are going to be predicting every single game in the super wild card weekend. I absolutely despise that name, but there are a few fantastic games this week, and I could not be more excited for it. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patron and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Borelli. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube, we got Robbie454 and Christian Brown. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So last week, there were upsets galore. I went a not even respectable 9-7. and seven meaning that I am 167 and 104 on the season. I'm in 1,201st place in the Pick'em League. Number one still finishing out the regular season on top. You have Mr. Peter Stewart with a 190 and 81 record. So a big shout out to you, Peter, leading the Grassy Posse Pick'em League. Congratulations. So to kick things off, we got two games on Saturday. We got three on Sunday and one on Monday. But we're starting off with the Vegas Raiders taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh boy, what a trip this game is going to be. The Raiders scratching, clawing, refuse to knee in the last game of the season. They knocked off the Colts last week. This week, they knocked off the Chargers in overtime, and even if they tied, they would have still freaking fracking been in the dance. The Raiders started their season with a crazy overtime win. They ended their regular season with a crazy overtime win. Josh Jacobs getting over 100 yards against the L.A. Chargers, which the Chargers' defense is just terrible. We don't talk about them anymore, though, because they're not in the playoffs. The Raiders are a very interesting team. You have guys like Max Crosby who can get after the quarterback, making that pass rush a bit better. The secondary does leave some to be desired. Sometimes they absolutely blow coverages. And looking at the offensive side of the ball, besides the run game, you have Hunter Renfro, who's been phenomenal. On top of that, Darren Waller coming back from injury. I'm assuming he's going to have a big role in this game. And the Raiders are like one of those weird teams that I feel like they shouldn't be here, but they're the number five seed. And they've done enough to just get into the dance. There's not any, like, glaring strengths that this team has, but there's, like, this weird kind of balance that the Raiders possess. Meanwhile, the Bengals are boasting one of the best offenses in the freaking fracking league right now. When it comes to offenses, I don't know if there was any team that ended the regular season better. The Bengals, of course, they lost to the Browns, but they sat their starters, so who really cares about that? You're talking about the fast few games in which Jamar Chase has gone off. Joe Burrow threw for almost 1,000 yards in two games with no interceptions. And this offense was explosive. They knocked off the Chiefs, which was a huge win for them. They clinched the North, and here they are. This is a home game for the Bengals. It's been quite some time since they were able to win a playoff game. And I got to give it to them here. With their combination of a defense that can get after the quarterback and an explosive offense with a good run game, I like the Bengals here to take this one. I think the Raiders are, like, they got really nothing to lose here, except, you know, the game. But the Bengals, a home game in front of what is going to be a hype crowd. 
Yeah, I like Kitty Goes Meow getting the W here. Then on Saturday night, you have an AFC East showdown. The New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. The rubber match. The Patriots beating the Bills the first time in Buffalo when wins were a swirling so much they had to grab Toto. But they basically were like, oh yeah, Mac Jones is only going to throw the ball like three times. And they still were able to get it done with a strong run game and, of course, that defense. Meanwhile, the Bills, they are the winners of the AFC East. They were able to get it done. They beat the Patriots in Foxborough. And so they're looking to one-up the Patriots in this series. It's going to be two degrees in Buffalo on Saturday night. It is going to be freaking fracking freezing. And that's another stadium I think is going to be rocking. Now, here's the thing. The Patriots did not have a very consistent end to the season, in which they dropped a bunch of games. On top of that, they really didn't look so good except against the Jaguars. Those last four games, that was the only game they really looked good in. Mac Jones looked very vulnerable, making mistakes. And I I imagine if the Patriots are going to be successful, they're going to have to get back to running the football well. And of course, that's stout defense. Meanwhile, for the Bills, um, they're also a very inconsistent football team. Their offensive line has struggled. Josh Allen behind that offensive line has struggled. Sometimes they're able to commit to the run game like they did against the Falcons, and they're doing well. Singletary has had a nice end to the season. The Bills are a weird team to try to figure out because they also have a very good defense. I'm going to give the slight edge to the Bills here because it is being played at home, and I think the Bills, they kind of got the recipe or formula to beat the Patriots the last time that they played. I think it's very possible for the Patriots to take this game, but let's go Buffalo. Then, starting off with your Sunday lineup, you got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Eagles got the absolute crap smacked out of them against the Cowboys, but they weren't really playing any of their starters, so there's not much to really hang your hat on there. The Eagles boasting the number one run team in football heading into that Dallas Cowboys game. Jalen Hurts, of course, didn't play. He's very hard to defend because, of course, he can use his legs, and the guy can also throw the ball as well. They have weapons on that offense besides their running backs and their QB. Of course, you have Smith, who has done phenomenal this year. Goddard's been playing well, and their defense is not too terrible either. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers... They were able to win the South, clinch the number two seed in the NFC, and they are going to be overwhelming favorites in this game. They're getting guys like Shaq Barrett back and, of course, Leonard Fournette. That offense has definitely taken some shots, and they've had some losses like Godwin and Antonio Brown. However, I think the Buccaneers are going to be just a little bit too much for the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll probably overwhelm them. It's being played in Tampa and I like the Buccaneers to win this game. Following that, you got the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. The 49ers punching their ticket in a thrilling overtime win against the LA Rams, utilizing that run game, Jimmy G making some good decisions, and of course that pass rush getting after Matthew Stafford. Meanwhile, the Cowboys, as we just talked about, They beat the ever-living crap out of the Eagles. It wasn't their starters, but the Cowboys have had a decent end to the season. Cowboys able to clinch their division real early because they're in the NFC East, which is complete and total garbage. And the Cowboys here, if they're able to be consistent with their offense, with all their weapons and their defense, Trayvon Diggs, of course, getting the majority of the attention because of all of his interceptions this year. The Cowboys, they're definitely Super Bowl favorites. However, in my humble opinion... 
I do not think that there is a hotter team in the NFC than the San Francisco 49ers right now. They have so many different ways that they can beat you. Elijah Mitchell on the ground, Debo Samuel, whether it's receiving or rushing. And of course, as I mentioned, that pass rush. So I'm actually going to go with the upset here and pick the San Francisco 49ers to get the W. For the Cowboys, listen, their run game can be good, but they get away from it too often. You saw the 49ers really able to contain Sony Michelle and Cam Akers last week, and I think the 49ers are going to be able to do that again this week against Zeke and Pollard. There is a very good chance the Cowboys wind up winning, but I'm going to go with the 49ers for the upset, and that would most likely mean that they're heading to Lambeau next week. Following that, you got the Sunday night game. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, this is a lopsided game. Ben Roethlisberger coming out being like, yeah, there's 14 teams in the playoffs. We're probably the worst one. Probably shouldn't be here. Let's go out and have fun. And honestly, that's probably the right way to look at it. Because the Steelers, let's be completely honest. Besides their defense, I don't really know what they got going for them. TJ Watt has been an absolute monster this season. And that defense has been good. However, Big Ben... While, you know, he's not bad at the checkdowns, that's pretty much what he has. Najee Harris is a good back, but their offensive line is problematic. The Chiefs, however, you know, they've stumbled into the playoffs a little bit as well. They clinched the number two seed overall, unable to get the number one from the Titans. They were able to clinch their division, but their defense, which was really strong throughout the season, kind of faltered a little bit, like losing games to the Bengals. In addition, they had a really close game with the Denver Broncos, who aren't a very good football team. I still think the Chiefs should far and away win this game. It might actually be a low-scoring game, but I just believe in Patrick Mahomes and all of those weapons a little too much, and I just don't give any credence to the offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So unfortunately, Steelers not going to Super Bowl. Chiefs win. And then finally on Monday night to wrap it up, you got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the LA Rams. Both these teams stumbling into the playoffs, both coming off losses to division rivals. The Cardinals had an opportunity to wrap up the division with the Rams loss and they couldn't get it done against the Seattle Seahawks. Not a great look. The Cardinals, they're getting some pieces back. Obviously, James Conner coming back and being able to be back there with Chase Edmonds. That's a great sign. On top of that, Kyler Murray in the last four games, while he's not lighting it up by any stretch of the imagination, has only thrown one interception. Compare that to Matthew Stafford in the last four games, has thrown eight interceptions, which is very problematic. He threw two, including a game-losing interception in overtime. The Rams are a very good football team. Yes, they're signing like, you know, 37, 38-year-old safeties, but you take a look, the run game with Cam Akers, who I anticipate is going to have a better game this week. Cam Akers, Sony Michelle has had a nice end to the season. On top of that, they have so many weapons with Cooper Cup, OBJ, Van Jefferson, and Matthew Stafford can absolutely push the ball down the field. On top of that, they have a great pass rush, and they have some key pieces in the secondary. The Rams should be better than what they're actually putting on the field, and I think they definitely have enough talent to go far in the playoffs. It's just going to be a matter of can they play mistake-free football and throughout the year, I think the answer has just been no. Yes, they won their division, but I don't know if they're too proud heading into the playoffs like that. Thankfully, the regular season means absolutely nothing at this point, and I think that this is going to probably be one of the best games of the weekend. I'm actually going to pick the Arizona Cardinals to get the W here. The Cardinals have been much better on the road this season. The Rams... I just don't know if they're going to be able to play mistake-free football. I think the Cardinals' defense is pretty darn good. They're able to get after the quarterback. J.J. Watt coming back would absolutely be 
fantastic for them. I do think that this is going to be a very close game, but I do have the Cardinals getting the upset here, bouncing the Rams in the first round, but you never know. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you think these playoff games are going to shake out? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. We'll be streaming every single playoff game this weekend, so I'll see you back here. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!